Welcome to FitBite, the mini-series on the Fit Design Podcast, where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics, and break them down for you into easy-to-understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini-series on the Fit Design Podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you know and love and break it down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. On today's episode, we'll be looking at how to create and curate a phenomenal customer packaging experience as a fashion retailer. We'll look at four key points and ultimately we'll look at how to select the right items for your key niche market. We'll look at which items to invest in and ultimately we'll look at how to get your customers to be talking about your brand through your packaging long after they made the initial purchase. So if you've ever been interested in taking your brand to the next level through the use of affecting of effective packaging practices, this is going to be the FitBite episode for you. Number one, as with any piece of advice that I've ever given on the channel, it starts with understanding your product niche and your product category. You need to know who your end customer is. I'll give you guys a very clear example. Let's just say you're a fine end jewelry brand selling online and you use the best manufacturing practices to make your actual product but when your customers receive their items they're packaged poorly well there's going to be a disconnect here between your actual product that you're selling and the way that it's packaged at the same time if you're an extremely affordable brand and your idea is to push affordable pieces but your packaging is extremely elevated and it's over the top well There's also another disconnect here that's working against you and you're using your budget in the wrong way. So I always recommend brands know their target customer. You really need to get into the head of your customer. Who's going to be buying from you? Run yourself through the actual purchasing cycle of this person. Where are they purchasing from? Are they purchasing in an in-store experience or are they purchasing online? At the same time, you really want to look at how your customers are going to perceive your brand. If you are a sportswear brand, the types of packaging items that you're going to want to include are going to be different than that of a luxury brand. You don't want to create a disconnect between your packaging experience and the actual brand perception. It may not make sense to have a sort of extremely elevated envelope with signature and cursive old style text with golden threading on a sportswear line, even though that may seem as being luxury and elevated. There's just going to create a disconnect there and it's going to be the wrong allocation of resources. If you're a sportswear brand, focus on creating an aesthetic that matches that sporty look and feel that you're going for. Yes, you still want to retain quality, but at the same time, you do want to use your packaging as an extension of what your brand is and how you want your customers to perceive it. Number two, it's incredibly important to put yourself in your customer's shoes. Understand the purchasing cycle of your customer from start to finish. I'll give you guys two very clear examples because both of these examples will illustrate the types of packaging items you want to include for your brand. Let's just say you're a brick and mortar store selling jewelry versus an online fashion brand retailer selling sportswear. The types of packaging or the types of customer packaging experiences are going to be vastly different. For the brick and mortar store, you're not going to be shipping out these high-end, ultra-valuable jewelry pieces. So you're not going to have need for a polymatter or that's not going to be your primary focus. Versus something like an online sportswear retailer, you're going to be shipping out the majority of your orders. 
you're not going to have in-store purchases because most likely you don't even have a physical location. So a polymeter and that experience of the e-commerce shipping is going to be so important. This is how you start to think about your packaging. You start to put yourself in the mindset of someone purchasing from your brand and looking at what life cycle they're going to go through from start to finish. And that's going to give you the opportunities to begin to create this packaging experience. If you're an online brand, definitely look at investing into great ways for your customers to receive their goods. They're going to be shipped. So make it easy for customers to have their goods protected. Also, if you need to include a shipping return label or a place to place a return label or a return shipping address, you'll want to include that in the packaging items. You'll also want to include a very well done order form. You're going to be receiving your goods online and you're going to want to know what did I purchase and what items in what sizes and what quantities. So this is also another physical piece of packaging that you'll want to include in your, in your customer's order form just to make the overall experience so much more fluid and so much more smooth. So this all comes back to understanding your customers from A to Z, how they're gonna move through the purchase cycle of your brand and allocating the correct packaging items step by step. In the next step, I'll explain specifically what types of packaging items you'll want to include as an online fashion retailer. Now, the third and probably most important step is you're going to ask what specific types of packaging items should I include in my customer's experience? Well, it comes down to understanding what type of brand you are. Let's just assume you're a sportswear brand and most of your customers are purchasing online. This is going to give you a clear representation of how your customers are going to go through A to Z in terms of their customer experience. These are the core items that you're going to need and I recommend you take notes because I'm going to go through them step by step and explain what importance each one has in the experience. First, you're going to want to focus on the product itself, your garment. You're going to want to include care labels. Those are going to provide essential instructions on how to take care and to wash your garment. At the same time, it's going to include key information about the actual fiber content of the piece. Some people are allergic to polyester. So having a clear understanding of what fibers are in the garments is going to be key towards customer satisfaction. Next, you'll want to focus on hang tags. These are going to be pieces of cardboard or other types of rougher and more sturdy materials, and they're going to be attached to the garment, either with a pin lock or either with a pin. There's a ton of different options, and I've done a separate video in the past that goes through specifically how to create and what types of materials to use on a hang tag. Just know a hang tag should serve the purpose of branding the item in a way. And at the same time, it also creates a sort of return or non-returnable piece. For example, a lot of companies have a policy where if you remove the hang tag using the pin lock, you can't reattach it. This is an indicator that this garment has been used and typically you won't be able to return if you've removed the tags. Some customers or some companies will have specific instructions on the hang tag to instruct customers that if they remove the hang tag, this garment can no longer be returned. So it gives you an opportunity to try the garment and if you wanna keep it, you remove the hang tag and if you don't wanna keep it, you obviously keep the hang tag and ship it back to the actual merchandiser. Also, the hang tag will serve an opportunity for you to bring in the brand instructions or the brand's information. Typically, the brand, the brand emblem, the brand wordmark. You'll also want to include your website and any of your other social links. 
A lot of brands also use this as an opportunity to bring in their slogan, just to create a little bit of life to the brand. So what you specifically do in your hang tag is up to you, but I've given you guys the tools that you'll need to structure a strong and consistent hang tag. Also, you'll wanna look at product sleeves. Since you're going to be shipping your garments, having a good product sleeve is going to help protect your garment. The last thing you want is for your customers to receive your garments and all of a sudden they're damaged, they're wet, they're torn. This is not going to serve your brand in the long term. So having a semi-frosted plastic product sleeve is going to protect the garment. It's going to make sure that it arrives in a way that is presentable and gives your customer the satisfaction they need to keep purchasing from your brand. I'd recommend using an EVA film, typically a clear frost or a medium frost. You wanna make sure that you can still see the garment through. This is for packaging purposes. You're going to have the garments up on shelves and being able to easily identify the color and the product that's in the actual sleeve is going to be key. Also, make sure you're using a resealable Ziploc system. This is going to make sure that your actual product sleeve is reusable and you're going to get a lot more longevity and your customers are going to get more longevity out of the sleeve itself. Next up, probably the most important for e-commerce fashion brands is going to be a strong and sturdy polymailer. Polymailers are going to be opaque, they're going to have the brand information, typically they might even have a return address, and they're going to have a specific place for a shipping label. I'd recommend a co-extruded plastic, typically around 70 to 80 microns, and you want something that is anti-tear and is extremely sturdy. Just think of the DHL or the Aramex or the UPS flyers. Instead of using those flyers, you'll be able to use your own flyer and to have your customer receive their goods in style and on brand. You also might want to include a SKU or a price sticker. Depends on the type of brand that you are, but let's just say you are selling both online and in a physical location. Having a price sticker that has the name of the item, the color of the item, the gender of the item, the scannable barcode for your backend system, and ultimately a little bit of branding is going to go a long way towards creating a more cohesive packaging experience. Also, you'll want to include something like a thank you card. It depends on where you're positioning yourself in the hierarchy, but a thank you card is a nice way of truly extending your sincere thanks to your customers. And you may want to include a discount code for future purchases, or you just might want to include a personalized touch if you're able to do that, just to give that extra bit of gratitude to your customers that's going to go a long way in the long run. Examples of things you don't want to include in your packaging items. Well, it's all contextual, but since you are a garment retailer, you don't want to be including any strong or sturdy boxes that are going to take up a lot of volume. This is an example of inefficient packaging and a poor allocation of actual financial resources. At the same time, you don't want to include a retail bag. It just doesn't make sense to have a retail bag when you're an online fashion brand retailer. So make sure that you're committed to creating a strong and curated packaging experience that makes sense for the type of business you're at. Number four and last, but definitely not least is give your customers something to remember you by. Use your packaging as an opportunity to give your customers a little bit of a snippet or a little bit of a memento or something like a souvenir that they can use time and time again. That way the memory of your brand is fresh in their mind long after they made that purchase. Whether it's something like a loyalty card that you encourage your customers to use to rack up points with your brand, 
or it's a sticker that they can place on their laptop or on their phone that has a very clear-cut emblem that when others people when other people see this emblem they ask oh what is that that looks familiar and you get the conversation going about your brand and it's sort of a marketing opportunity that pays dividends long after the initial investment you also want to encourage your customers to talk about your brand you may include a souvenir that encourages customers to post about it on instagram or on tiktok or whatever it may be the more you can get people thinking about your brand long after that purchase the better customer retention you're going to have the better word of mouth you're going to have and ultimately the better experience you're going to have with your customers in the long run take that into account creating a memorable experience is such an underrated play and it honestly is sort of like a guerrilla marketing tactic that you can use to your advantage with minimal budget and minimal long-term effort well guys that is it that is a wrap on this episode in this episode we actually learned how to create and curate the strong packaging experience that your brand deserves in order to take things to the next level. To recap quickly, we looked at four key points. First was to understand your target customer. Focus on their likes and their dislikes and understand which product category you're wedged into. Are you a luxury retailer or are you more focused on a offering an affordable product or service? This is going to dictate the types of packaging and how you structure your packaging. Two is put yourself in your customer's shoes. Understand the purchasing process end to end. Those small pockets are going to give you opportunities and are going to give you clarity over what types of packaging pieces you'll want to include. Three, use your financial resources wisely. Invest in key elements first and then build on that. Four, give your customers something to remember your brand by through a strong and memorable packaging experience. This is going to pay dividends long after your initial investment. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review below. Also, let's just say you're looking to start your own fashion brand or you're looking to scale to the next level. You have some questions? Well, check the link in the description and we can hop on a one-on-one -on -one consultation call and I'm more than happy to answer any and all questions you can have. I guarantee you, you're definitely going to find that conversation extremely useful. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of FitBytes. Until next week's episode, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FitBytes. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.